0: Welcome to O oh Snap, candid conversations about business and life with your hosts Amy and Rosie, owners of Snap, a community, education, and inspiration forum for photographers and creatives.
1: Are we recording now? Mm-hmm. We might just leave you all to listen to the rain. Yes, this might just be so one nice. of those, like, holistic podcasts where it's just, <laughs> just the sound of rain to send you to sleep. <laughs> I'm really sorry everyone, we can't not have the door open because...
0: It's hella warm in here, it's proper close.
1: Yeah, it, we're cooking, um, and we don't have budget for a podcast studio, <laughs> so... <laughs> I kinda like it, it's more real. Oh, we're so authentic. We're <laughs> real people. Um, we're super authentic. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we uh, enjoy the rain, background noise. Um,
0: hi! What? <laughs> right. What? Right. been all right. a minute. Yeah, it's been a little while. Um, I think we both needed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just to bring you up to speed, dear listeners. Um, Yes, we had our big event, um, our big snap event, big snap, uh, in April, and I think functioning as a human afterwards was difficult.
1: (laughs) Do you know, I think I'm going to have to close the door. Oh, I know, I'm now just getting anxiety that we're going to record a whole episode. Um, and leave this in. This is, this, is, this is real authenticity, guys. I'm just a bit worried that we're going to record an episode and it's just going to pick up the rain, and... Sorry, guys. Aww. There we go. There. There we go. Um, and, yeah, it's... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just cook a little bit. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you were saying... Yeah, post um, big snap. Yeah, post big snap. I mean, I was wiped. Abs- I don't think I realised how stressed I was about it as well. Until yeah. so until I was there and was like, I'm physically ill. <laughs> it's making me physically ill. Like not in a.
1: Okay, let's let's rewind. yes let's go back. I think we should rewind because uh, I think we're going to get ahead of ourselves. We're like, it's so traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> we're never doing events again. <laughs> That is not the story that's yeah, going to be told here not, today. No, no. Um, So I think we should rewind to like where we are now, which is just oh, over
0: two months. Also, like, um, so today's
1: episode, yeah, is going to be a debrief of Big Snap. Yes, and we hope this is going to be valuable in two ways. One that if you're thinking of going into events, don't do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and to give some proper insights into what goes into these and the things that we feel are important Mm -hmm. when creating events in any space, um, particularly around safety and inclusivity and accessibility. So I think those are the kind of conversations that I want to have today. But also, so people who might not understand Snap or want to come in the future, or who, or who are feeling like, you know, you might want to come next year. We're half sold out for next year, which is just incredible. Thank you, everyone. Um, people who are thinking about coming next year. So it just gives you an insight into what it is, what it's about, what this year was, yeah. like, because it was amazing. So this is why we wanted to, like, debrief it. Um, so I think just for context, we're two months, just over two months yes. post-SNAP.
0: It's taken us um, that long to get right? yeah. <laughs> I thought, ah, I just have a couple of weeks, and then I'm
1: back on it. No, no. no I have no, not no. wanted to sell anything. I have not wanted to push anything. I've not wanted to, like, touch a fucking email newsletter. Yeah. Like, I have literally just been like, I just need to be myself again.
0: I've been avoiding people.
1: I haven't been avoiding people. That's not where I've been. I've been, like, what SNAP was, which we'll get into, I'm not the same person. No, me neither. I am not the same person that I was before SNAP.
0: It's so mad.
1: Like, it was one of the most profound experiences of my entire life. So, that's why I'm not the same person. Yeah. And I think that's why it's taken us over two months to
0: get here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I mean... For me, even before like the event started, just kind of like because we all met up for breakfast on the Monday, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so like the speakers um, and kind of uh, a few people who were going to be there for the whole week, but who maybe more on like the staff side of things, all met up for breakfast um, before going to the venue to set up, and like even there, just like chat to Tash, had like a life. Of, uh, uh, epiph- I mean to say epitome but it's not epitome it's, it's epiphany, an epiphany. <laughs> um, had um, yeah like a life epiphany just over brunch and was like oh god I'm gonna have a whole week I think that's why I, I've been a bit kind of I've not when I say I'm avoiding people I just mean like I just want to spend some time by myself yeah I've needed to reflect some space I yeah, needed to reflect some time
1: because health wise both of us were pretty bad yeah My mental health was... Yeah.
0: (laughs) You were so strung out.
1: I spent two years pushing. Yeah. What we did. I spent two years building, pushing, um, the levels of imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, dealing with misogyny. Um, like, this, being in this, like, weird, I don't know, like, space. Where it's like stepping into a leadership role yeah. um, and building a community and the responsibility of that, plus needing to sell because you know we can't, yeah, because it needed to be.
0: Yeah, we can't do. We can't just fund it
1: ourselves. No, <laughs> <essentially>. we <can't. laughs> And it's like it's not what when we bought it. I don't feel like our vision for it is the same no, at, at all um, to what it is now, um, and also. I don't, like, from the people who came to Snap, who have been to previous Snaps, Mm. they they felt there was a very distinct difference Mm. between the two. Um, So it's been, like, a process of claiming ownership. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, just building and pushing and building and dealing with some of, like, the worst anxiety, the worst financial anxiety that Mm. I've ever had in my entire life. I could have bought a house, instead I hosted a conference. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I talked <laughs> I talked about this on the last day when I did my talk at Snap. Like, mm-hmm. Snap was the biggest financial failure of my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm like, it's not really a failure, it's an investment for the future. Yeah. But at the time, it felt like a massive failing. Oh,
0: that's so scary as well. Like, It's really you, scary. The amounts of money involved. And, like, especially when you start comparing it to, like, you could have bought a house for that money. And, like, that's that's, like, a... For most people, that is... The thing that, like, the point in their life where they would spend the most mo- money. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. No one like. There's not very.
1: There's very few people I feel, who in the position that we were in pre-snap financially would have gone, would have gone ahead. Because you are
0: fucking stubborn, mate.
1: Um. But we did it, and I'm so pleased that we did. Me too. Um. I feel. I, I still can't put the whole experience into words, like I'm
0: still... I think for me, the thing that like, um, uh, kind of sums it up was the last day, um, and um, everyone, everyone was just like hugging and crying and being like, my life has changed, I'm changed as a person, and I, I did not see that coming. No,
1: when I was doing my talk on the last morning... Before everyone left, and considering like I hadn't put a huge amount of thought into this talk, not because I didn't want to, not by any stretch of the imagination, I really (laughs) wanted my talk to be good, um, and it was good, but like I didn't, I put very little thought into it because I didn't have capacity. Like it was, I was so, I was so burnt out, so tired and so completely overwhelmed emotionally overstimulated like in the whole the whole build-up that i still can't comprehend now after two months of quite intense rest like where i was at and so putting a talk together i was like what the fuck am i going to talk about and i was like you know what (laughs) i'm going to talk about uh, what was it lessons I've learned from getting things yes. wrong in business for 13 years and I was yeah. like because that is what I feel is all I have on offer right now and I just I had the world's shittiest slides I think if you've ever been to one of my talks you know, <laughs> you, know you know, that the slides are not the event um <laughs> <laughs> fuck slides <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're not white people are there
1: no no they're not um and um I just did this talk and just talked honestly about the the realities of business and but also like how when you have a business and when you have a creative business like the um just the emotional roller coaster mm. of that but also what type of a person that makes you and mm. also the opportunities to di- to disrupt systems and you know to um I actually said this to someone the other day when I said that I really feel like SNAP is a form of social activism. And I think it is. Yeah, and they were like, do you really want it to be a form of social activism? And I was like, hell yeah. Absolutely. Like, and also as artists, yeah, that art, awesome. art is art, political. Yeah. Um, whether you want it to be or not, yeah. like, it is a form of expression. And, and, and most of the time that is because of people's experiences within the world. Um, so of course it is. Yeah. And how can it not be because of who we are? Like we are a neurodivergent LGBTQ plus female run business. Like we are political because of our bodies. <laughs> like,
0: Other people have made us
1: political. Exactly.
0: Um, we're leaning in. Yeah, okay, we're just going, we're going with it.
1: <laughs> Instead of trying to not be, that is what we are. Yeah. Um, and But also there's so much joy in that mm. as well, I think. And, yeah, that talk... I think because it
0: creates freedom.
1: Oh, my God, so much freedom. And that's what it was at Snap. And I just remember that morning and doing this talk and just everyone was looking
0: at me and crying. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, yeah, it's that's, it kind of, it was like, as you were talking, because you were getting emotional as well. I was so exhausted. <laughs> um, and, um, and you were just kind of... I, I think like the the whole energy everyone was kind of realizing it was coming to an end. Just this amazing experience of all it makes being it together. Now. I know I can see you welling up, but like everyone, I think I I'd i put a wall up at that point. I'd mm. like distance myself. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't for a couple of days until a couple of days later where I had like my emotional reaction, but like the, the everyone kind of because we've all been together all week. We'd, we'd yeah. built, we, we had this very real communal, community life for like four days. Yeah. Um, and everyone was kind of, the, like the thing that people kept saying was, I don't want to go home, like I don't want to leave this space. Yeah. Which to me, it was... It was so
1: safe, and I think this is why I'm crying now, and I remember it, and I remember that's what really set me off, was that uh, we've worked together on this for the last two years, but I don't think people realise how much work it's been and also how incredibly lonely it was mm. for me um, in the villa and being at Snap was like the first time that I realised that I'm not alone. And that 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 point on the last morning before we all left was like I, I'm not alone. Mm. Like I have a community around me um and yeah it was just like because yeah people just don't don't realize they just don't realize how incredibly lonely it is to be trying to do something that is so different to everything else and those differences because they are political because of what we stand for does mean you know when people don't like you, <laughs> and it's okay. I mean, wait, wait, it, wait people don't like us. Of what is it? What? <laughs>
0: um,
1: which is okay. Like you, you move through life and people don't like you. Um, that's, yeah. exa- that's exactly yeah. what it is. And it's that that when you, uh, I guess, to quote Brené Brown, when you step into that wilderness of truly being yourself and what you stand for. It can feel very, very lonely, and then all of a sudden you, like, find all the other people in the wilderness. And that's what Snap (laughs) felt like. behind (laughs) the trees. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, there's other people there. (laughs) And that's what Snap felt like, I think. And I just didn't expect
0: that. Like, now reflecting on it, I'm like, of course. Of course that's going to happen, because that's what we set it up for. We wanted other people to find their people.
1: Yeah, and to also feel safe. Like, it was always, like... There's always, like, a part of me that for ages was... I mean, we've had these discussions and I don't and I want to be completely honest on this episode where I was feeling like in order for it to be successful and we're going to talk about this later, but especially because of where I've been at with being at Six Figures and the like very growth mindset that I've had and being so deep into hustle culture, especially when we bought Snap, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's where I was. I'm not there now, but I think, um, I think of the words for this, like, realising that actually being different is a really good thing, and catering for people, or creating space for people, I hate the word catering, um, Mm -hmm. it's it's very corporate. Holding space. Holding space for people who don't usually feel like they can fit into anywhere else, or feel safe anywhere else, Mm. I think it's just really important to me, because that's how I've spent my entire life as, like, an autistic person. <laughs> um, like, I don't feel like I fit in anywhere. Um, so I don't- I want SNAP to be a safe place, and so of course it was gonna be- but I just- I guess maybe I just didn't think it was possible. Just cause I've never- I've never been in a space where collectively with that many people. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, there was definitely, like, things that needed to be ironed out. Like, we learned some big lessons. You said it wasn't perfect. No, it definitely wasn't perfect. Like, it's the projector. Um, <laughs> Which became, a, <laughs> which became a delightful point of endearment throughout, like, the four days. I always feel a bit sad that we won't have that, like... <laughs> I, I won't. <laughs> I will
0: not, like, as the sole tech person, um, <laughs> it can get in the bin. Um, for those of you who were not there, the projector was wonky the entire time. So the projector was, like, came with the venue. Yeah. Um... And I swear, when they had it set up before, it was not in that sense. So clearly a kid had knocked into it at some point. <laughs> and the thing was, like, lopsided. Um, and it, 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 yeah, it just, it ground on me. <laughs> the whole... Well, I think it didn't help either, is that...
1: Um... Photographers are pretty obsessed with straight lines. So if you're, if you're hosting a conference where there's going to be photographers showing off their work and the projector is wonky. <laughs> There's going to be a certain level... Um, There's got to be
0: a metaphor in there Exactly. <laughs> so,
1: um, obviously, when people were setting up for their talks and then their like, slides or work looked wonky, they were trying to fix it,
0: and poor Rosie was just like, I it cannot have be tried done. everything, I Or be- oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'd spent an hour just trying to make it straighter.
1: Yeah, and then and we then, all came then in. And we
0: all kind of converged, and we're like, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And I was like, I, I just have to walk away? Because... <laughs> I, 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 because if you'd watched me for the last hour, yeah, you, we you were, were off bit, doing other yeah, things, would, and then we yeah. walked in and we were like
1: oh, oh Um and, but it was okay, and we worked around it and I don't think it took away no. at all no. um, and actually like, I wouldn't have swapped like, being being in the more lighter space mm. the for like seeing a projector better. Like, I think we set everyone up on their laptops. We obviously did have a projector. And actually, the projector wound up being, on the party on the last night, (laughs) wound up being a piece of art. (laughs) 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 Because we had the coloured lights beaming onto it and everyone was, like, making shadows and stuff on this projector. So the projector became a part of this
0: family. <laughs> it's like if you had a play, it would be like, or like you know, like it, six, was, if it was six, a character six in, the, in the, city. the play. Yeah, <laughs> the city is the fifth character in Sex in the City. Like it, would, the projector was definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the
1: projector.
0: <laughs> oh, dear Yeah,
1: so like I have fond memories. It's and I'm almost <laughs> like you're not
0: sad, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, but it's a story. <laughs> I'm sure they'll find other quirks yeah. as we go along.
1: Exactly, but what it showed me out of that was that because for a long time I was really worked up on the details Mm. and the aesthetic and everything because like you go I've gone to a lot of conferences and workshops, and they've had like this perfect tech setup and it like this big like almost show Mm. and um, I'm like, you know our little school activity centre in like the Peak District. (laughs) I felt very panicky about my choices. (laughs) Um, But Actually, you know, I would not, I'm so sad that we won't be going back to Mount Cook because it was just the most perfect space throughout the whole thing and it just made me realise that that's like, it's nice if you can have this like perfect production but it's not, it's the content, Consenting. and I think if anyone knows me, I mean, I spent the entire week in socks and Birkenstocks, and like, I, I was thinking about that the other day.
0: I it's not snap that's Amy's got like her socks and Birkenstocks. It was, yeah, but it was like, uh, it, it was like the, like, almost like knee-high socks <laughs> <laughs> and Birkenstocks, and I was, because I, I can't remember what it was I was doing, but I was just like, you wouldn't wear that in normal life. <laughs> like, you know when you go camping or you go to a festival or something you have like festival wear, it was it was like that, it was snap. Yeah, it was very, I just kind
1: of, because I, I remember like I had this whole like plan for the welcome speech on the first evening like I was going to look nice, I was going to put makeup on <laughs> and of course we had like the whole thing with the streamers which wound up being better, but yeah. basically the streamers <laughs> I mean, anyone who's seen it online, we had this massive like backdrop booked from streamer Delicia to block out the light behind the projector. And it was gonna be very much like the statement. And um, the frame didn't come with any feet. Like, to be fair, it was Mercury retrograde. Don't hold events on, oh, check God, check yeah. your astrological <laughs> calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Before.
0: Oh um, so yeah, there was no feet for the frame. So we were like, right, okay. So I'm fairly sure, like, because I, at some point something went wrong and I was like oh Mercury's in retrograde and the venue were like what what is going on and the venue were just like the most cool down to earth kind of like grounded people and we were all just like oh Mercury's in retrograde and I'm like what the fuck have we invited
1: onto our yes, exactly I and loved when screaming. we left it in the morning and we said bye to them and you were like you might want to like
0: sage yes place. <laughs> and we're like yeah we'll, we'll get on that <laughs> Give it a Hoover instead. Yeah, this,
1: this backdrop oh, yes. was like it was it was gonna be huge and it was gonna be like a massive statement and it was incredible. And so we like um the lady from Streamer Delisha was like, right, okay, Catherine, because her name was oh god. Oh, so god, bad of names, so I'm so bad. bad of names. I'm so sorry, Streamer Denisha, we loved you, you did a fucking amazing okay. job. <laughs> 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 um and um basically she was like, right, we'll just like Cable tie it to yeah. the window, and I'm like looking at the window and I'm like cable tie House. it to what on the window? <laughs> yeah. And oh my god, it took like five hours to get this thing up But it looked incredible and it actually blocked out like more of the light mm. and it was amazing Um And I loved that and I loved how like everyone like like pulled together like Ida was helping <laughs>
0: Yeah, <that> was <laughs> Ida like, basically,
1: <laughs> our speakers <is> basically <laughs> set up <laughs> <laughs> It's so very much a community effort. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what I mean, because yeah, I want think... What they did it to be good. And, but also because I think, like,
0: the,
1: the people who we had with us this year, and I have to say, like, a huge thank you to everyone, to our speakers, and mm. to, um, you know, everyone who was on our team for the styled shoot. Um, we could not have done that without mm. anyone. And it was because people believed in us Mm. and what we stood for that people wanted to help as much as possible and I was like of course people want to help why do I walk through the world thinking that no one wants to help and support like
0: well I mean there's a reason why you think that
1: yeah yeah obviously but like when when you see that come
0: together in that type of way like I think that's what makes it special though if you're trying to build something that has a different ethos if, if the ethos behind an event isn't just to make money yeah then, the people that naturally the people that are going to support you, that come and want to be a part of that, yeah, are, are going to be supportive. Exactly,
1: and and I, I feel like that's what it felt like, yeah. and that was that was the atmosphere right from the mm-hmm. word go. Even for when I picked up Simon and Nadia in London and we <laughs> drove up, like that. It was it was that sense of community and coming together, Um and. There is so little of that in people's mm. lives on that scale that when it happens, it's amazing. But yeah, we set up and then um, just to go back to my original point. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, I of course had this plan to like show up in a certain way to mm. like welcome people, and I just could, I just, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> you know, I was like, how I look right now is not <laughs> important. <laughs> So I think I was—I can't remember what I think I was wearing—like jeans and then socks and Birkenstocks, and then there's like jumper. I basically was like in the clothes that I'd worn yeah. for like the previous
0: thirty six hours, like <laughs> <laughs> zero effort made. A very like I've just landed in the country and I'm severely jet lagged. Look, <laughs> yeah, this is like I've taken two years to get here and I've been battered, uh,
1: but hey, we're here. <laughs> welcome. (laughs) Enjoy your dinner guys. Yeah and it was I don't know I was really nervous as well at like that point when I was like showing people around and then we kind of had the welcome speech and we had dinner. Um and it was that first evening I think because I'm such a, I think we probably could have raised a lot of money if we were like given a pound for every time I asked someone if they were okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was all I was capable
0: of in terms of conversation. Um, I'd say that first night, there is that, I mean, there is that anxiety, though. You want people to have a good time and you want people, like, you feel responsible for that. Yeah. So that, it makes complete sense. But
1: also, like, I don't want people, like, I know how hard it is. It's incredibly hard to, for a lot of people, not everyone, but for a lot of people, and especially if you are introverted or more anxious or you have mental health problems or you're neurodivergent or you know you're you're not one of the majority it's incredibly hard to a make a financial investment mm. and then go into a space where you don't know anyone mm. and hope that you're going to have a good time because I like,
0: think a lot of people kind of came I would say by themselves but they they came by themselves they didn't it wasn't like there were groups of people who previously knew each other.
1: Yeah, and a few people had like met each other on like the, like some of the free events that yeah. we'd done in the build up. So there wasn't like there was like loose connections, but I don't really feel like there was anyone who was particularly bonded. There and wasn't like friendship groups that turned up. Exactly, and I think actually that's not a bad thing. Great. Um, I've had conversation about cliques mm. previously, and I, uh, I it was, it was really, one of the
0: things we were really worried about. Yeah,
1: because I think ugh, cliques are such a. Challenging thing um, because the reason clicks form is because people are insecure, so they just gravitate towards the people that they know and they feel safe with, but then that is outwardly quite toxic mm. because you then have more it's insecure to people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and um, actually, people within clicks I find sometimes aren't great at making space for mm. new people. And if you're not particularly extroverted or have, like, great social skills, then it can wind up being quite lonely, especially if you're away for a few days. So, like, not having clicks is Mm. really important to me. Um, But also, we're not clicky. Me and you aren't clicky. Mm. And we don't have... um, Our immediate circle of people are also not clicky. Mm. So I
0: think you can, like, lead by example with that. Yeah, and simple stuff. Like, I don't think... I think we had dinner together one night. Yeah, we didn't, we like, didn't gravitate towards, no, like, like, we... We went and just mixed with me. Yeah,
1: I think I probably spent a bit more time on my own than anyone else. Um, but that's, you know, I have... That's what you need. I'm autistic, yeah. so I, I I need to. And also, like, I was just so... Um. I, yeah, I was just so exhausted. <laughs> 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 and, and I, I I got four hours sleep each night yeah. because something kind of happened every evening that required me to be up until 2 a.m. <coughs> um, so you don't get much sleep on these things either. Um, so yeah, by Thursday, I was like in a... Morning on fumes. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, but yeah, that first night, I think, just seeing people start to mingle mm. and just relax into it, I was like, okay, it's gonna be good
0: and then also like because i was worried about um because i I know on previous snaps and stuff there's been like a bit of a party culture um and kind of and i really thought that there would be like some heavy drinking and like everyone kind of go like letting loose and being a bit wild yeah and that's Um, a big thing at most other conferences and workshops
1: as well like the drinking culture is a big thing that just didn't happen no um
0: everyone was so chilled I think we all went to bed like quite early (laughs) sounds really lame but like it it was it it was just um it was quite restorative in that sense yeah I think it was just like me and Hannah on that first
1: night because the front doors got opened and we were like we don't know how to lock up the building (laughs) so we were like until half past one we were doing the whole, like, should we wake up the lady who has the keys? <laughs> and it's like, we don't want to wake up the lady who has the keys. <laughs> but we had to. Because I was like, maybe I'll just sleep in the hall. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, God. you can't just sleep in the hall. And also, if someone broke in, what are you going to do? Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that was, like, kind of something. So there wasn't, like, that much sleep for me. But, yeah, it was very campfires, few drinks, mm-hmm. like, but actually, and board games, a lot of board games. Like, people love the board games, and it's such a great idea, and I think, like, for me going forward, I know we have our Christmas party, and I definitely don't want us to remove our, like, coming together and having a party, mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't want to be promoting any form of drinking culture, mm-hmm. because, I mean, I'm not drinking at the moment, and I didn't drink at all at Snap. It's not who I am.
0: Yeah, I think I had like a couple of beers. Yeah, um, on the on the party night. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was about it. I didn't exactly really want anything else, to be honest.
1: Um, and I don't want to promote that because I think there's a lot of anxiety. I think, I think drinking culture comes into play because of like that self-esteem thing mm. again, like social anxiety, mm. so you drink your way through it and then you're gonna have a good time and you're gonna connect with people. And that's usually because people feel anxious or unsafe in an environment. But we didn't, we had a pretty safe environment. Mm. I would say our, the environment that we created was very safe and I wanna talk about safety because I think safety is so underrated. Um, like it is so important. So so important. I've been really reflecting on this since now, um, and I think the reason people didn't need to get really drunk is because they felt safe. The fact that like on the night of the party, and we didn't make the party like the big event. Like no. there was no. It was just the thing that was happening that night. Yeah, I often feel like the, like previous conferences and workshops I've been to, if they've had a party, like everyone's just making their way towards the party. Like, that's the thing. And I think there can become a lot of anxiety around the party, Mm. like getting dressed up or, like, what you're going to look like. Or fuck me if there's, like, fucking fancy dress. I hate fancy (laughs) dress. I hate it. Like, I know other people like it. I I talked to you about this on a podcast interview recently, and and the other thing is the sustainability thing. If you have a theme or a fancy dress, people have got to buy stuff, and then it just gets thrown away. And... Like, I don't think we're going to do that for the Christmas party this year, because actually I want our carbon footprint to be better. Um, so, yeah, this whole, like, thing.
0: There's a lot of arm-waving going on right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's so stressful. Yeah. And, like, I appreciate that some people really love it. I do. If you're a friend of mine, you will know. I, I went to a friend's fortieth birthday last year. That was a fancy dress party, and I point blank refused in the fancy <laughs> dress. <laughs> um, I could have been Wednesday Adams. It's like a push, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I just yeah, I find it really stressful, and I know that a lot of people yeah, find it really stressful. Yeah. Um, so like we just didn't make the party in an event, and I think like a few people got a bit drunk. But there was no drama. No. Nope. There was no upset. No. Nope. There was none of the like who's gonna get with who energy. Which yeah. if you have a group of mostly women anyway. <laughs> it's an awful. But like that not being there.
0: Yeah, it was really it was nice.
1: Joyful. We just danced. Yeah, the, we just
0: like the so. I, I was saying to you earlier about how I thought it was really interesting how it kind of it almost split the group in half. Yeah. So half pe- half the people stayed where the music was and and dancing and stuff. And the other half of people went out and just sat around the campfires and I think they were telling ghost stories and stuff out yeah. there. Yeah, I think of people were still playing board games. Yeah. And some people even went to bed. Yeah, they, um, it didn't feel like... But, but then, because the, the, like, I, I don't know what happened at the campfires, because I wasn't there, I was DJ, But um, I use the term loosely, DJing. <laughs> um, I was queuing songs. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it was just loads of dancing. And, and I loved that. Like, I love that most
1: people were sober and they were dancing and as you said it was just really playful and we were like making all kind of like Like weird shadows for like the the projector and we hadn't planned for that because we hadn't I mean we'll just be completely honest we didn't have any budget for this party (laughs) which
0: is why I was DJing
1: And so we were just like, okay. I think we had like dinner on the last night, and we were like, okay, guys, we're gonna put some music on and put on some pretty lights. It was kind of like
0: it was like a house party. It was, was, and it was so nice. And it was like,
1: I don't know. It just felt so special, so so special. And um, I just yeah, I just loved just being with everyone and dancing and how nice it was. But also how we'd given space, and I think, like, going forward, like, I think we will have a party, but there will also be other choices. There will be board games, there will be a quiet room for people to go and talk if they want to go. I think this this stuff's really important. Mm. The more and more people I speak to who go to, like, bigger events, like, they don't like the party. The party's like a really- there is a lot of people who don't like the party bit. They want a quiet space to go and to be able to sit and talk. And, and the problem is, is a lot of people wind up not going to uh, conferences and workshops that could massively benefit their business because of the party social culture that's around it. And because of their fear of not fitting in or like they're going to seem boring or rude. <clears throat> or like they're not being social enough mm. um, because they don't want to participate in that stuff. Um, it's just not that hard to have another option
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's really easy (laughs) I I mean we talked a lot about this as well like kind of in the lead-up I was very anxious that um, we had space within the week because I've been to stuff before where I think there's a balance between providing valuable content but then also having the space to process it Mm -hmm. Um, because I think sometimes if you cram too much in it becomes quite overwhelming and you don't actually absorb yeah anything so I know that that's something that we kind of really try it was to really do.
1: important to me because having space and not overwhelming people I think is totally counterproductive mm-hmm. I think it's really counterproductive
0: um, I think some of the best things that happen like I know that I've been to things before where as great as the content's been like the um like the talks or whatever Actually, the most beneficial thing for me has been the chat I've had with someone afterwards in that, like, bit of downtime where you maybe realise something or you make a connection or, like, it's just as valuable, just having the space and time to do that.
1: Yeah, I think we had, like, talks around from, like, half nine until
0: three,
1: Mm. Um, which I feel is like, more than enough. Fifteen minutes between each one, an hour for lunch, um... And that also allowed people to transition mm. through the talks like quite easily, I think. Because mm. the Tuesday... Let's talk about Tuesday. Okay.
0: Which one was Tuesday?
1: Uh, so which Tuesday, we, we had some very emotional talks, which oh, set God, the tone. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, Simon's talk was just absolutely beautiful. Um, and I feel bad, so I'm sorry to any speakers, but I was... I mean, me and Rosie were so in the... Like thick of making it happen, that we just didn't get to absorb the mm. information that people were sharing properly. I pro- probably didn't. I probably didn't really start to because we were there for every single talk. Yeah. And I, I probably didn't start to relax into it until like by the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and I can barely remember who spoke on each day, which is terrible. But I'm not going to pretend otherwise. Uh, maybe we should have prepared better for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we had on the Tuesday. I'm going to remember it. On the Tuesday, had we had we had Simon, who um, talked a lot about why your photography doesn't need to be meaningful, and it was a very profound conversation mm. and insight into his relationship with creating images and his. The, how that is an expression of himself and also how his work has changed mm. through the pandemic because of his experiences um and that was just amazing um and his, obviously Simon's work is just incredible then we had Nadia mm-hmm. and Nadia yeah. uh talked about uh leaving yeah. wedding photography and failing forward yeah. which, which I loved love. yeah, yeah that <laughs> that stuck with me the failing forward for yeah. me as well is like a big thing. It's like you can you can be fa- like because that's what it is. Everything is just constant failing, but you're failing forward because you're getting one step closer yeah. to that success. Um, and then we had lunch, by the way. Thanks, Mount Cook. The, oh, yes. the food was so good. It was so so good. Um, but I've always said that, haven't I? Right from the very beginning, I yeah. always want Snap to have yeah. good food. Yeah.
0: And I like I genuinely think it can make a break of day. I have quite an emotional connection with food. Me too. Um, and if I do not enjoy a meal, like I, f- like I, f- I, get really upset about it.
1: Also, it's what's sustaining you. If you're at an event for a long period of time, like you need to have good nourishing food that tastes good. Um, so yeah, the food was it great. Was um, Lovely vegan options. It was so good. And then we had Tash. Yeah. Talking about imposter syndrome, and I loved that. Yeah. I loved. Uh, the like you know all the shit you have in your backpack, and it's like actually
0: yeah. you can put the backpack down. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I loved that because um, Tash did a, a talk on imposter syndrome at a previous Snap event, mm-hmm. and I loved like how much because she changed, she completely changed the talk. Yeah. For this, but it had it just because she'd grown kind of as a person and, and realise more about herself. and Yeah. Um, like, yeah, it was great. Yeah,
1: I loved it. Um, it was really... And so many people connected yeah. with what, what she was talking about. Yeah. And, yeah, Tash was amazing. Um, and then we had Jo talking. Yeah. She so talked about, like, integrating videography within your photography.
0: And I've already seen people...
1: Yeah, people found so much value in that. Um, and have really taken that on board yeah. and are carrying that through their business. But I also love how she still brought emotion. Yeah. To that, like I just remember because that was when we were like style shoot prepping because we had the style shoot in the afternoon, yeah. um, which was like a whole thing. I would own. say. And there's a lot riding on this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just so I didn't catch much of Jo's talk, but I just remember the bit I did where she was talking about her story with IVF and Mm. how that was how she got, she started playing with film because she wanted to like film her son. Mm. Like, because she'd gone through so much to bring him into the world and that was like the basis behind it. So I just loved how that Tuesday, I mean, everyone was crying. Basically we set the tone right away, (laughs) authenticity. And I think I'm so grateful to our speakers for For that. sharing,
0: yeah, Yeah, for being vulnerable. Yeah, for being Um, vulnerable, authentic because um, that's a big thing especially like I mean I know obviously you sign up for a talk you sign up for the fact that you're going to be talking to a room full of strangers but I think it's very big to to be that vulnerable in front of a room of strangers definitely definitely and they 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 all
1: really bought great value yeah. in content. Um, and content um, and yeah like I just I'm really grateful to each of them for putting the amount of effort in that they did, um, and then obviously on Tuesday we had star two.
0: <laughs> I realized I realized whilst doing this, while was was being a part of Snap, um, so I used to be stage management. Like when I decided that I didn't want to be a performer anymore, <laughs> I went backstage and did um, for a few years. Worked as uh, stage management in theatres, and uh, there is a lot of crossover. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see that. It's essentially putting out fires <laughs> and making sure everyone has the tools that
1: they need. Yeah, and, and also, I would, you know, I'm not a style of sheet person. Um, anyone who knows me personally knows that I'm not a massive fan of them, um, primarily because my style of photography is very documentary. Um, and also, I, I think the style sheet shoot culture in the wedding industry is quite problematic yeah. at the moment, if which I'm completely honest. Things, which we,
0: is why we did it the way we did it. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I was like, right, we do need to do a style sheet shoot because it's a really good selling point. But I want it to be done in a way that really represents inclusivity and diversity. Um,
0: and to be difficult. ethical as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well. But that was on...
1: Yeah, so... Steph did a talk, which was we'll, just before the star shoot. She she did kind of like two talks, which we'll we'll get onto. But um, in terms of like where we were coming from with the star mm. shoot, like I knew right from the very beginning that I needed to outsource that. Mm. Um, so obviously we had we had Kirsty McKenzie on board and Tisha from Carmella Weddings, mm.
0: um, who we were amazing. Oh my god, amazing!
1: Literally, I I will be forever ever grateful to these humans. Um, for, like, just how, because it was challenging. Yes. This is a school activity centre, it's not a beautiful <laughs> venue. <laughs> we had a quarry and black rocks. Yes. That was literally all we had. So a lot was riding on the weather. Thank you weather gods. Yes. Literally, if it had rained, I think that was like the big thing, like, we were all watching the weather in the winter. I was like, if it rains, there's literally nothing we, we can't can do. do. We cannot do anything. But, you know, Kirsty and Tisha put so much effort mm. into this shoot. And it was so beautiful. Um, and, you know, as I said before, for me, inclusivity and diversity was, like, the most important thing. So I was like, if we can have as many models as I could possibly afford that represent all kinds of different people, skin colour, sexuality, gender body shape, mm. um, you know, I want it, I don't want it to be just white, thin, pretty people,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> they're okay too, but,
1: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fine, but, but in moderation, <laughs> yeah, like, um, you know, I'm not I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those people, but, like, <laughs> that's all we're seeing, and yes. because that's the beauty standard, yeah. that's what, like, people think get the most likes on Instagram, um, and that's all, like, that's so much of just what we see, um, and it's also because people are lazy, um, this is such a big topic, um, such a big topic, but it's really, really important, um, like, <laughs> marginalised people are not commodities, mm. um, for a start. Um.
0: <laughs> I'm just real sure where we're going. Yeah, no, yeah, um. <laughs> yeah, like, they're not, like, yeah. Yeah. like we, we don't, uh, yeah. I think the most important thing for us is that we wanted real people. Exactly.
1: And also we wanted, like, for me, the whole thing was not about people having diverse pictures to diversify their portfolio so they can monetize marginalized communities. For me, it was about us making the people at Snap better humans, Mm. like, so they can do a better job of supporting and caring for those communities Mm. as opposed to making money from them. Like, and that's because that's our attitude. Like, we, both of us, have done huge amounts of work on ourselves. Um, We hold ourselves to account. Um, We have people, like, our... The people who work with us know that they can hold us to account. And our community know that they can hold us to account. They know
0: that we want... That's so important. Yeah. And they know that we... If we do shit that's wrong, I I don't want to be one of those people that... Then immediate and, and it gets pointed out. I don't want to be someone who immediately gets defensive no. and tries to defend bad behaviour.
1: Well, no, it's, it's the, the the thing
0: that uneducated behaviour,
1: uneducated behaviour, laziness, ignorance, um, chosen ignorance. Um, yeah, because I don't think you can harmful behaviour um, because you want to, you want you think you're like protecting something, or you're protecting a form of power, um, or you just don't see, because you don't have those experiences in the world, you just don't see it as a problem, and it's like a reluctance to change your behaviour. Yeah. And usually that behaviour would change, is just such a like small requirement. Um, so, like... Yeah, I just... Th- this is what we want to build. And I'll go back to the star shoot in a second because obviously the star shoot I feel is like the most outward visible representation of this. Yeah. Because you see people do star shoots all the time where they're like, oh, you know, you can make make diversify your portfolio, um, which you know that's not the point. That's tokenizing. That's performative. Yeah. And also like if you see spaces doing this. Um, and, you know I, I've learned this from Steph um, and I think if anyone really wants to engage in education around this then Steph from Stephanie dreams photography or LGBTQ plus uh, love for all um, she does workshops and she's just so knowledgeable which is why we wanted her to come and do a talk at snap um, so you know support these businesses yeah. like because they're doing incredible work like if you see people who are giving you free education on how to Be a better human. Be Um, be a better human. Then support them financially because the emotional labor is exhausting. Um, And yeah, I just think that's like a really, really important thing to be doing, and that's what we want Snap to be a representation of because we care. Mm. Um, Because we also have our own marginalizations. Like someone asked me the other day, they were like, when I was talking about this, and they were like, oh, you you take this really personally Doi. <laughs> I was like, and you know, this was a man um, and I was like of course I take it personally this is my everyday life yeah. like, I've been a victim of hate, abuse, assault, harassment um, I've had challenges in work I've had to fight harder like, I'm technically disabled I have a disability like, everything in my life is made harder because of people's like, lack of like, making room and space. Um, and you know, I still am able-bodied, cisgendered, yeah. um, white, slim. Mm-hmm. Like, I have plenty of other privileges, but of course this is personal, and it's also personal because I care. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not about business. Like, this is about human beings. Um, and that's what was really important to me. And I just think when people... People go, oh, you know, but it's wedding photography. I don't want it to be political. Weddings are incredibly political. Dear Lord, have you been to one? (laughs) Well, just in their own little economy. (laughs) They're political. But, you know, also, like... They are just political. Love is political. Mm. Um, So, like, and, and also as photographers... What we do is vis- visible representation of human beings. So if you're, if, if you're not doing work on yourself to be a safe person, then you should not be putting, you should not be photographing people. Like, because being photographed is one of the most vulnerable things you can do. Yeah. Like, I, I, you hear horror stories from, from women and other people who have had horrible experiences um, because you know photographers are you, there's some really dangerous humans out there um, so it, it is political whether you want it to be or not like you know you can try and say it's not but it absolutely is um, and if you want to photograph LGBTQ plus weddings which have only been legal
0: um, if, for a decade. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like I think uh, it's still it's it, it it will always be political but it's it's so recent it's, in terms of our history same-sex marriage yeah is or well, not even I mean same-sex is not what, the right Yeah, I'm sorry you know what yeah, like the there's the, the,
1: yeah. Not not cisgendered yeah. heteronormative no, heterosec- yeah.
0: heteronormative
1: weddings. Anything outside of that ten years ago was not even legal. So
0: the fact that you, you know the like By the way,
1: that's what accountability looks like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look at me not being defensive. Oh wow uh, <laughs> But yeah, so that, like it's still It is going to be political because those changes are still very new.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And people like were put in prison and murdered, and people still still are. are People are still are being killed. Yeah. Um, So if you want to, this is why it makes me so mad because people are still being killed for who they are and. Then you have businesses trying to turn them into commodities and capitalize, but they're not actually doing anything yeah, to support. Really angry. Very angry. Um, and I don't want this to be like an angry <laughs> conversation. Well, you know, anger's fine. Anger is <laughs> definitely okay. Um, I'm getting more and more comfortable with my anger because um, anger is incredibly powerful, but I want it to be productive. Um, so getting back. Two hour style shoot. Yeah. So there you go. The style shoot was. We, we had intentions for it. We had big intentions and it was really, really important to me. Um, the other thing I want to mention is at Snap, regardless of our financial situation, as I said before, this was the biggest financial failure of my life. Um, and I'm going to use the word failure because we fail forward here. Um, <laughs> um, the. Um, Everyone is paid. Yeah. We have never, ever, ever asked or expected anyone to work for us for free.
0: Um I shouldn't have to. Exactly. I And paid fairly as well. Like Yes. I yeah. Think that's important. Yeah. That's an important statement to make.
1: Paid fairly and
0: just Yeah. Like we just want to be as ethical as possible. Yes, exactly. Ethics. And we believe that people should be paid properly for the work that they do.
1: Yeah. And if you have, if you are putting together an inclusive, diverse shoot, and you're not paying people, then again, you are exploiting them. Yeah. Because ultimately, other people will be making money mm. from 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 those people and that is just not okay sure. and also what I find totally bizarre is that we're an industry that's like charge what you work charge what you worth put your prices up by the way can you come and talk in my membership for free <laughs> which I make money from and then I'm gonna continue to make money from your content no like that has to stop um, and also people should be asking
0: yeah yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with it. also if people um wanted to ask us i think they did like oh yeah. what did you get for speaker fees and all the rest of it i think you can be very honest about that also that's great isn't it isn't yeah. it great to be able to go oh how much did this cost you or how much did it and be honest about it whereas if you even ask the question sometimes people get really funny with you and yeah. it's like, well why are you getting funny what what have you got to hide yeah. Why, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you feel weird about the fact
1: that- And like, I'm not gonna go heavy into it, because, um, but you know, I've had conversations with people who have, you know, not been paid properly, and I hear these conversations in private private messages and exchanges and things like that, when actually, like, collectively, people just need to be holding into account. But also, the people who are running these things should just be doing better yeah. as well. Um, and that's excuse. what, and, and also, we hold ourselves yes. to that same thing. like. If you know me personally and you work with me, I don't get it right all the time. I get it wrong. No one does. But exactly, exactly. But the thing is, is that I also make it clear that it's safe for the people around me to tell me to call me out if I get something wrong, Um, and that we can have a conversation about it. Um, We had this conversation actually in the boundaries episode, like. It's how relationships work that yeah. sort of back and forth. Um, so yeah I just really feel like creating a community as opposed to a culture mm. is probably more what we're about yeah. and, 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 and that is better et- that means you're more ethical and it means that like we hold ourselves. To really high standards, which, by the way, is incredibly stressful. Um, yep. Oh
0: <laughs> well, God, how much easier would this event have been to run if we didn't? If, if we, we didn't care. Into if a we didn't cat Yeah, these, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. We, we might have even made some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, and it's just like, yeah, you know, it was but that style shoot it, was, oh, it was amazing. It was beautiful. It, it was, was so beautiful. Was... Our models were amazing, forever grateful for them, all the suppliers, um, Kirstie t- and Tisha, t- 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 um, the venue, the quarry, like, and do you know what? Two attendees, because, yes. do you know, our attendees, we split everyone into groups of three, I was a group leader, Steph was a group leader, before the actual shoot, staff did a very kind of brief talk. Well, we, d- we did a whole, There was we all kind of did a talk. Like, me and Kirsty were like, we focused on, we've only got a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. But also, we're working in a space that's a quarry. Mm-hmm. Like, we're working in a space where we're working on rocks. We're, mm-hmm. you know, please
0: check. Stable footing is not yeah, always... Yeah,
1: Please don't ask models to do anything dangerous. Yeah. Um... You know ask for consent like are they okay are they comfortable like are they happy to do this um, and actually one of our models said to us afterwards how like they've not experienced that much on shoots mm-hmm. like where they've actually you know felt pressure to be in quite an unsafe situation because That's of so an sad. image yeah it's it yeah people's safety we just made it very very clear before we started the shoot that safety was like the number one thing and kindness yeah. um, to think of other people, um, to make sure that everyone got a turn. And I think me, staff, and Kirsty were very good at kind of making sure that the groups we had had time, mm. um, and everyone got an opportunity to take photos. We had like a schedule kind of done, um, and then staff did a talk before about pronouns, um, how to again, just that safety, consent, and, respect. um, and be respectful, yeah. yeah, like, I and you don't want to do stuff where people feel uncomfortable, um, yeah, Steph was amazing, and she's doing our style shoot next year with Tisha, and we're very, very excited to have Steph on board for that, um, and then, it just went so fucking smoothly, <laughs> it, I, like,
0: <laughs> I mean, of all of the moving parts of snap as a whole that was a thing where I was gonna like it's gonna overrun it's gonna like there's gonna be all these issues it was it was banging it was
1: so good and it was so beautiful and as well as that along running alongside it Nadia did a photo walk um with like portrait photographers because snap isn't just for wedding photographers um so uh, Nadia did a very beautiful portrait walk so and from what I can gather everyone just loved that yeah. and had the most beautiful time I mean Nadia is so incredible at holding space like that um so it was just a really beautiful afternoon and I remember we finished up at Black Rocks and everyone had kind of come back down I think we were the last people to come down so we we're making sure like the models were okay, and, I just remember walking into the dining hall, and everyone was eating together and chatting, because I think everyone bonded yeah. so like deeply that day, and I just couldn't stop
0: crying. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Like. I could not <laughs> stop crying. I was so relieved, yeah. and so
1: overwhelmed with joy at how amazing it had been that I just could not stop crying like I needed to go and sit by myself with my food I remember Kirsty came over with like a gin and tonic and was <laughs> to put it down and then went away again I'm like sat there with my little like school tray of food and <laughs> my gin and tonic sobbing because <laughs> it was just yeah it was just uh I, it, I'm, I'm crying again now because it was
0: it was just wonderful. And the work that's come out of this, like the photo is just... been so gorgeous. Like, every now and again, obviously there was a lot when... Yeah, we, when, when we first did, it, yeah. But like, still, every now and again, I'll see an image come up and I'll be like, Oh, that was a snapshot!
1: <laughs> like, yeah! Oh, like, it was so good. It was so, so good. And it was just everyone, yeah, it was beautiful. And everyone, yeah, just thank you. Thank you to everyone who made yeah. that happen. Thank you to your attendees. Like, we are so grateful that everyone was able to be a part of that experience. Um and then yeah, Tuesday night I can't remember. Oh we did tarot. Um Oh yeah we did, yeah. Yeah, we did tarot. I, I think, think
0: everyone did board games. Yeah,
1: everyone was doing board games. Um there was a very serious Jenga yeah, game yeah, of Jenga I'm, that I'm I think the video that came out that yeah. was. Uh, but was Becky, Be- Becky. Becky yeah. made a very intense um, video. <laughs> <laughs> I um, like the moment where Josephine like got like took her coat off and got like all serious. Yeah. Oh okay, um, yeah, football you know,
0: games happening. There's
1: sort football of games, campfire. We were kind of uh, that night. I think it was just kind of us and Tash and mm. Hannah, and we did some taray. We're not going to go into that, because it was quite personal. No, <laughs> yeah. no one needs um, that. <laughs> no, one, no one needs to know about the um, um But that was just. I think it was also quite nice just to spend some time with you guys. Um, and again, why not going to bed at two a.m.? Which is my own fault. Um and then Wednesday. Wednesday was again um it was much more chill day because obviously we didn't have the style shoot, uh which I think was really important. Um oh by the way, shout out to everyone who got up in
0: the morning to fill out the yoga. Oh my (laughs) god, yes. Uh like I didn't make it. I did not make it to a single. I left my mat at home. Yeah.
1: I was gutted about that because Kate is an amazing yoga teacher. Um, we found her at a music night in Folkestone. Well no, I met Kate before that, when she worked the in the- That really
0: stalking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, right. We found her. <laughs> um,
1: no, we met Kate Alexander, I met her because she used to work in a cafe where I get my coffee from. Um, and then she stopped working there, and then we saw her at a music night in Folkestone. Um, and saw her in toilets and was like, oh, I haven't seen it at the cafe and she's like, oh no, I'm teaching yoga and we were like, we need a yoga teacher. It was like the
0: universe had sent us Kate.
1: Yes, exactly. So Kate came to Snap um, and um, yeah, I, she, yeah, so big shout out to Kate because also like to come to an event <laughs> uh, but I also loved how Kate was like, afterwards she was like, I wish this wasn't just for photographers. <laughs> <laughs> this has been amazing. Um, so yeah, even the non-photographers found value in Snap. Um, and yeah, but I was genuinely there was so much fucking contention over this bloody yoga. Like people in groups, Facebook groups, were saying, "Oh, I don't want to go to Snap because oh, they've yeah, got like I, yoga," yeah. and it's like, "It's." I, I think it's what I did optional. I did, I did a Instagram post, didn't I? And it was like, "No one's going to make you do yoga," <laughs> yeah, because. <laughs> Like, I don't want to go to Snap because there's yoga, and it's like what? What? is <laughs> so it's like this idea that we're a cult, or like that we
0: for yeah that force people to do yeah. It's very it
1: strange. was very bizarre. Like, anyway, so I didn't anticipate like in my head. I was like, no one's going to do yoga. It was full. Yeah, every, every day, morning, every morning,
0: even, even <laughs> on the, the Thursday yeah, morning the after morning, the yeah. party. Everyone went go to bed at like two a.m. And yep, yeah, everyone got up for, for yoga seven, in the morning. Like seven in the morning doing yoga. So Menzel. fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and thanks, Kate. <laughs> and also, well done to everyone who got up yeah. and did it. Um, so and yoga's great. Like seriously, um, but yeah, that just that whole that whole thing just made me laugh and and you know what hannah millard even did a story and she won't mind me sharing this hannah millard did a story about snap and she was like you don't have to do the yoga like i hate yoga and then she did yoga at snap (laughs) and then asked for a beginner's course in yoga for her birthday (laughs) so don't diss it until you try it. um so yeah the whole the whole yoga thing is hilarious um but yeah, the Wednesday obviously we had yoga in the morning, breakfast together. And then we had but Wednesday was a bit more businessy and practical. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we had, we had Maddie. Maddie. Did Maddie open in the morning? So I don't I think, think she, she did. Opened. No, okay, I can't remember the order, but I can't remember, I can't remember who yeah. spoke. In the morning it was definitely um Ida and um my brain ida maddie sam and steph there we go so yeah we uh the morning was steph and ida um and steph talked about being more inclusive in your business um which is a really important topic and we feel that like that supported what we did mm. with the style sheet, and it was amazing um I one thing I took away from that is like my language yeah me too so I stopped using the term I was really starting to get
0: rid of the term guys uh also um and I it's like it's so it's, it's stuck with me um even my gig the other night I normally would introduce would be like ladies and gentlemen and instead yeah. have started going hello people like hello yeah, hey humans. humans yeah um which is such a tiny change, but really small
1: and it's like I haven't I haven't um, done it yet But I am gonna kind of regularly audit my website I mean uh, my forms and stuff were like pretty much on on Point like I don't use um, bride, and groom. bride and groom or anything yeah. like that on my forms even with my straight couples I use their names like yeah, just really yeah um, And yeah, she just gave so much value so much value Um And just really helpful tips on just how to do a bit better. And it's just, it's not massive asks. Like, in order, you know, change your language. And, you know, just think a little bit more about how someone who you're not or what your experience in the world is, like, might be different. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, just going back to that safety. Um, And, yeah, just better representation. Um, And it is just consciously thinking about these things. Like,
0: I had... I know. Which you do though, like, I think, like, once it clicks, you go, oh, okay. And then. Yeah. Like, it's not. Because also, I think there's a tendency sometimes that, um. Uh. Sometimes it can be perceived as aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I
1: don't. I think it's only perceived as aggressive because you feel uncomfortable. And threatened yeah and you, you feel like you're a bad human which is just not true at no. all like that's not the case like you're not a bad person because you get this stuff wrong and i think that's also the biggest thing and and the point the point was made is that like you are going to get it wrong
0: yeah and that's okay
1: yeah it's like oh yeah but like just be open yeah. to accountability and to be Willing to make change that is just better for everyone else around you um, to be more inclusive accessible and safe um, So yeah, Steph's talk was incredible Then we had Ida. Ida talked about workflow, which I think was immensely helpful for people. Mm. I mean Ida's just like queen of workflow. You should 100% listen to her podcast, <laughs> which is my wedding season um, And we're gonna have her back in September to do the talk online as well So our online talks are coming back soon uh, starting with Nadia, Nadia is going to do her talk at the end of this month, so we will have that up on the website Hopefully this week
0: Um, or hopefully by the time this podcast, podcast comes out, <laughs> it will be up on the website <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: We're so, saying hopefully, like, we're not the ones that are responsible for doing it <laughs> We are going to get this done It will happen We are back, we decided that July was action yeah. month yeah. Um,
1: we kind of had, like, you know, the rest <laughs> time Now it's time for action Um so, yeah, Ida's talk was amazing. Um, and also, to stand up and do a talk in your second language, mm. I think is, like, a really amazing thing. I'm always in awe of people who do that. Um, but, yeah, just really helpful, practical things just to help make your life easier and more automated. Um, and then we had Maddie talk about visibility and showing up and being in front of the camera. And you. Exactly. And, I mean, Maddie always gives so much value, Um Again, another incredible human who I always enjoy working with, and she's very passionate about what she does as mm-hmm. well. Um, and then we had Sam come and talk about um, kind of like pricing and holding yourself to like a higher standard, so like your business can grow. And I think he shared some really helpful insights mm-hmm. into like that side, the kind of more businessy business side of your 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 business. So it was kind of like Tuesday was a very emotional day. Yeah. Wednesday was very much more practical. And then after the talks we had um, optional kind of business masterminding together. Rosie created some prompts to go up on our bizarre projector. <laughs> <laughs> our our point of endearment. Um,
0: and that um, worked really well though as well. Like that. Yeah, I people mean it stuck in. I was expecting to be like having to go through and be like one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, 4 no, like, everyone, like, everyone just kind of sorted themselves into groups, and Honestly attendees like were like on point. You guys so are amazing. Good. So good. Um,
1: yeah, that was just really lovely. That went on for a couple of hours. Um, and then I think uh, I went for like a walk with Nadia and so, Sorry, I'm watching these seagulls trying to learn how to fly across there. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh God, so anyway, um, background. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I live in a seaside town, <laughs> it's baby seagull fledgling season, It's there's so much drama outside my flat <laughs> on a daily basis. Um,
0: <laughs> seagull drama.
1: Um, yeah, like, uh, we, I think I went, I went for a walk with like Nadia and Simon, I was and feeling... I went for a nap. You went for a nap, you weren't feeling good I on Wednesday, naping. you were not feeling good on Wednesday, but you, yeah, so I think, yeah, you went for a nap, I went for a walk, exhausted. Um... But so happy Overwhelmingly happy um, Also Bear in mind as well We were like Gearing up For the early bird week For Snap 24 So we were yeah. just getting Things in place It's like It's really weird
0: Yeah like, Running an event And While building the next, the next one, one. Yeah
1: um, And then yeah Wednesday night was the party we've, we've covered that And why we feel like That was just so nice And then Thursday morning I did my talk Which we also talked about. we've kind of Gone back to front Yeah we have um but yeah it's um doesn't feel real also big massive shout out to hannah millard who's
0: camera oh hannah. god yeah she's made
1: the most beautiful video which you can see on her instagram
0: which will just show you visually also the woman is like a machine she just like she was there for everything mm. like she like hannah you're incredible we love absolutely you. incredible and we're excited that you'll be back next year as
1: well yeah, um, yeah we just I just feel really proud of us
0: uh, I'm a bit proud of us as well
1: and this I feel year. I feel really grateful to people for trusting us yeah I feel really excited about the future um, I'm not going to go into our vision of where we'll be in a couple of years because um, mostly because we're still deciding <laughs> yeah we're still making decisions <laughs> we have some ideas um, and how we want to grow and expand um, and you know for the rest of this year we've got the online workshops coming back at the end of this month um, I'm really looking forward to hosting a goal setting workshop next week which I would imagine would have happened before this podcast comes out but <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah we've got the online workshops coming back and we've got a really lovely lineup of people uh, which we will release soon um, and like it's not a membership or anything like that it's just to pay pay as you want to so we'll be releasing them soon because we want education yeah we want to host in-person events but i also want education to be accessible yeah um and, and, and online workshops i really feel make that accessible because mm. it can be a lower ticket price um well we learned that with the marketing workshop yeah. this year that you know moving it online meant that we could do a low, lower ticket price which made it more accessible for people because we appreciate that a lot of our community
0: have children like also we're all around the country exactly and if you can do it online then you don't have to pay Completely. for trains and hotels and food and and, which is sort.
1: actually a nicer stamp better for carbon print as well Um but the other thing is we know that our world our industry at the moment isn't doing so well um, and I don't want to not talk like that's if you follow our Instagram and how we talk about these things like we don't want to like pretend that everything's okay we know that it's not okay for a lot of people um so the online workshops are our way of making education more accessible for people so you can continue to learn and you can continue to grow while we're kind of navigating this bit of a weird time at the moment i'm you know my uh my photography side of things is is definitely quieter than normal um and you know, we, this is why we do free meetups. We have some free meetups coming up. We've got a headshot swap. And, um, that was very smooth.
0: Well done. Nice little transition. Yeah, it was. It was very yeah, smooth. I love it. I'm getting. I'm getting yeah.
1: better at this. <laughs> um, we've got headshot swap coming up at the end of July, um, and we have got picnic picnic in August, um, and then I think that's what we've got lined up so far. But we will do some more co working and headshot swaps as the year goes on. We're just finalising venue for the Christmas party, um, and we're going to be launching our Scotland retreat. So we've booked the venue for Scotland, sixteenth to the nineteenth of October. This is going to be pure restorative. This is not business. This
0: is this is this is like
1: going into getting back to yourself. (sighs) Yeah, Um,
0: and I think especially um, you know as much as people aren't maybe working as much this year. Um, is still at the end of a summer season. Yeah. Um, and it's going into autumn. It's that transition, that seasonal
1: transition, going into the autumn. Um, if you know me personally, I'm very into cyclical living, which means embracing the seasons. And this is why we wanted to do this. Um, it's not going to be massive numbers. I think there's 12 people in total. and We've got seven spots. So when that goes on sale, I can't anticipate them hanging around for very long. Um, so we're very excited about that. Um, and then... Um, Going into the winter, we're probably going to do some one-day workshops as well. Um, so yeah, there's lots of stuff happening. Obviously, we've got Snap Twenty Four, which is half sold out.
0: um I could was so happy, like when we put that on sale. Mate, like you know when sometimes you need to kind of point to uh, like a tangible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much of what Snap the Snap experience this year was untangible intangible whatever the word yeah because we didn't we didn't even come didn't, close to breaking even <laughs> what i no, i mean like what what you take away it's hard to point at something and go that was successful if you can't define yeah what i think that's
1: why we take financial success so because, personally. It's, an easier because it's, to, to it's a tangible at.
0: thing yeah um so then when like i think it was like almost everyone that came to snap this year has bought a ticket for next year that to me was just like the thing that you could point out and go yeah we did a really good job yeah
1: and and also people who didn't come this year have bought tickets so yeah we've sold i think we sold like 31 and our speakers bought tickets (laughs) for next year (laughs) that's mad that's mad so and and Kirsty mackenzie was like (laughs) i was like do you want to do the star shoot next year and she was like no i want to come as an attendee Okay, cool, um, <laughs> so I think that's done. a big compliment. Yeah. yeah, when like the people who like spoke at your event or worked at your event want to come and next year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, we've got an incredible lineup for next year. My neurodivergent brain, this is why I need to prepare for these things. I need to write lists. <laughs> if we're going to talk about something, actually, I'm going to pull up the website. That's what I'm going to do. That's a better idea. Um, I could pull up the website because that is the smart decision. Because um, our lineup next year is, uh, we love our lineup from this year. We love all our lineups, but yeah, we have got absolutely killer lineup. So we have Jess Rose, um, who uh, first of all I just love Jess's work. Um, she's and she's just a divine human, <laughs> um, and she's a massive feminist. Um, yeah, she's just yeah, and and recently a Nikon creator which is just a massive achievement. Um, yeah, I can't, I'm going to put up the speaker's page.
0: <laughs> Come on,
1: Okay, right. I um, should know this stuff off by heart, but like it is impossible to retain all of the information. Uh, so I've known Jess for a couple of years now. Um, like We've met in person a couple of times, and I just love everything about her. I love her on Instagram. I think she's incredible. I love how outspoken she is, how she takes up space. So like she was a very natural choice for me for Snap. Uh, she's a wedding portrait photographer, um, and she's also writing a PhD on participatory filmmaking with survivors of domestic abuse. Yes. Um, she works primarily with LGBTQ plus and feminist couples. Um, yeah, she's her, her. If you if you haven't followed her yet, like go go find her. Photos by Jess. Um, she's incredible. <coughs> um, then we have Kate Bunny Hansen. Um, again, I heard of Kate last year from Ollie Samson um and um I first came across her and her work she shoots purely film she shoots documentary wedding photography on film like that to me is I'm like what <laughs> <laughs> Um, And, of course, that's how people used to do it. But, yeah, her work is just amazing. She's also another wonderful human being. Um, Really cannot wait to hear what she has to say. Um, She's an exposure journalist and also a music photographer as well. So she's kind of also working across a broad spectrum of different Mm -hmm. types of work. We have Stacey Oakley, who is so engaged. Um, And uh, she's going to be talking about SEO. Um, Someone said to me a few weeks ago that the reason they didn't want to come to SNAP is because they felt like it wasn't practical.
0: Oh. I was like, what? We are incredibly practical. I, like, yeah, I'm, I mean, cause, cause I'm quite practically minded. Exactly, cause, so. So I'd like to make sure that <laughs> there's an I was like, that. did
1: you read like, what we had? like, And they were like, oh no, I just thought, I was like, oh okay, so you
0: didn't look properly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that probably says more about the way that we market than anything else.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe we're very practical. We want people to have actionable stuff. Yeah, like yeah, we want we want you to come away from SAP and to be able to have more successful, happier businesses. Um and so yeah, this is why we're really excited that Stacey's going to be talking about SEO. Um because it's 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 a big part of having a business and it's really important and it's also and it's difficult. It's it's difficult. It's mystical yeah um no one really knows what's going on (laughs) so we want to kind of give you some good information around that because it's also when you get it where you want it to be it's a great way of marketing yourself um and getting inquiries and also takes the pressure off of social media which is so far out of our control most of the time um we have Giselle Leponmore and I'm very excited about Giselle talking. <laughs> I love Giselle. Um, Giselle is an author, artist, speaker, and well-being advocate. Um, her philosophy of doing less, being present, and feeling more aims to democ- democratise joy, healing, and reflection as an antidote to distracted and disconnected living. Um, Giselle explores how we can find meaning in everyday experiences, resist the pressure of productivity culture by slowing down and unlearn socio-cultural norms as a tool for liberation. Um, She facilitates therapeutic moments through group workshops, public art installations, talks, collaborations and her book Take It In all with the aim of remembering what it means to be human so we can better respond to the complexities of the world and create social change. Um, I'm so delighted that she's agreed to speak at SNAP. My attitude towards business has changed dramatically in the last six months, not just from an activist point of view, um, but also from my own personal health. Mm -hmm. Like, slow living for me equals longevity. I was making myself very, very sick being busy and making lots of money um, and Putting way too much value on that, and I think having Giselle come and talk at Snap about just finding a bit more of that balance, mm. um, removing yourself from the hustle culture. Um, I know anything she says is going to be of incredible value. Um, so I'm just yeah delighted that she's speaking. We then have Tom Wright. Tom is I first came across Tom in the Clubhouse days. Quirky, yeah, okay, yeah, and first of all, Tom is one of the most generous. And kind people that I have ever met. He he did a whole thing. I think it was like daily, where he would just open a room on Clubhouse, and then he people would come into the room, and then he'd go on their Instagrams and then compliment them on their work. So sweet. Like, I just remember being astounded by the capacity <laughs> for this level <laughs> of like. I did. I just yeah. I just and, and ever since we've stayed connected, um, but um, Tom is actually. Uh, incredible person when it comes to editing and workflow around editing and speeding it up and being more productive like not productive as in doing more yeah but like using your time more efficient more efficient that's the word we are looking for um so he's going to be coming and talking about that stuff which i'm really really excited about um kind of Uh, another person who like, when I asked him, was like, definitely gonna say no. Why?
0: <laughs> I remember, I remember before you asked and you were like, oh, I don't like, oh, know, like, I don't know, like, uh, am I al- almost like, am I allowed to ask this person if they get, and then like, when you did, like, how excited you were <sighs> yeah said, yeah. He's like,
1: oh, he, um, so he's a photographer, poet, and filmmaker, um, I'm gonna read his bio because I wanna make sure that I get it completely right. Um, he's a mental health, he's an author, author, mental health researcher, and founder of the international acclaimed Smiling Boys Project. And the Smiling Boys Project is just one of the most beautiful things. Um, please go and look it up, it's on Instagram. Um, it's just stunning. Um... Uh, he's also, he was also, he's not there now, but he was the first artist in residence with the West Midlands Police. Um, uh, and using creative arts to improve relationships between police and marginalised young people. Um, which just fascinates me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that, that, so, so much stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, his work spans the past eight years in a handful of countries, including the UK, USA, Ethiopia, Bhutan... Germany, Scandinavia, Mexico, Nigeria, and Colombia. Um, His work explores themes of masculinity, identity, mental health, serious youth violence, and community cohesion through art, photography, educational workshops, residencies, training, and public events. Um, A great deal of his work has directly engaged diverse communities, young people in custody at risk, youth, uh, refugee and displaced group of people, as well as collaboratively creating bodies of work with them. Um, he has received numerous accolades for his research-led series of workshops and exhibitions across the country. The award-winning project uh, has also featured in The Guardian, Channel 5 News, The Voice, and BBC. Um, When I talked to Quiet on the phone um, before um, he agreed to speak, he was like, I'm not about the what or the how, I'm about the why. And I was like, I want the why. Like... I want to hear, like, that's what I want to hear, like, because, again, it goes back to that conversation that we, like, what we said earlier about how, like, art, photography, all of these things, it's political, mm. it's activism, um, and, and I want SNAP to be a part of that, and I want SNAP to help elevate that, um, and empower
0: people to join the conversation.
1: Exactly. And so I'm very, very excited about this. Um, we then have, uh, Marcel Adriana, who is a fashion photographer, um, she is a London and New York based fashion and beauty photographer and director. Her passion for being creative has allowed her to develop an array of different skill sets and today as a multi-skilled creative she's able to fuse her passions to provide clients with projects that capture capture their vision for their businesses. Um, she's got over 10 years worth of experience, um, she's had clients such as Estee Lauder, Superdrug and ITV. Um, She's also equally comfortable in front of the lens and has led to several, several influencer partnerships and digital appearances with brands, including Pride Magazine, uh, Shea Moisture, uh, Hair Flair, and Happy Socks. Um, she's currently based in London and travels for assignments between NY, Paris, New York, Paris, and Italy, working with a broad range of clients from startups to well established brands. Uh, she's killing it, and basically. <laughs> and uh, and um, as well as doing a talk, she's also going to be leading a fashion editorial. So we will have a wedding style shoot which will be curated by uh, Carmella Weddings and Stephanie uh, Stephanie Dreams Photography. And then we will also have the fashion editorial as well. So, yeah, am just very excited about that. And, and, you know, we've never wanted to just be for wedding photographers. No. I think it's very limited and I think actually it's a disservice to people and our community to just be limited to hearing from one type of person. Um, And then our very last speaker, last but not least, is the brilliant Rachel Waring. um, And she's going to be talking about Pinterest. Um, And she is the expert for Pinterest. So much so that she works with Pinterest. (laughs) (laughs) And Pinterest, I feel, for a lot of people... Especially photographers is a massive untapped resource. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited that she's going to be bringing her expertise as well. And I would equally go and follow her and engage with what she's, she's doing because you would just learn so much. Um, so, yeah, that's our lineup for next year. It's pretty banging. It
0: really, really is.
1: It's so good. It's so good. Um, we don't have a venue yet for Snap next year.
0: <laughs> don't tell them that. Don't tell them
1: that. <laughs> We, we we had summer, and then they double booked, uh, which was really annoying. Um, Snap also isn't going to be residential next year. Nope. Um, the reasons for that is because it's just too expensive. Um, and um, for us and for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so
1: it makes Snap more affordable. Um so yeah, it's not. It's going to be on the twenty third to the twenty fourth of April next year. We are looking for a venue that does have accommodation, either very close or on site. Um. So yeah, we're still. We've got a few places in mind. Yeah, it's going to be like London or London. outskirts, It's going to be within the southeast. Um, and we will make sure that it's you know easy to access in various different traveling capacities. Um, and as soon as we have a venue we will be obviously announcing it very excitedly Um, because yeah it's tough to find the right venue to fit all of our needs yeah because it's quite unusual and actually when I've spoken to venues they've been like I don't get it (laughs) I'm like neither do (laughs) I it just
0: works okay trust me
1: (laughs) <laughs> um, so it's like finding a venue that can because it's important and that was what was so beautiful about Mount Kirk was that it just was the perfect space yeah, for so us you all to do it. together all the time and and maybe snap will become residential again in the future but for now we're yeah we've just made the decision that we're not doing that for next year um so yeah, as soon as we have news about that we will let you know we have a payment plan in place so you can secure your ticket for £199 for next year um and yeah, but we will be bringing the same... I, do you feel the pressure to make it as good as this year?
0: Okay, so you, you've you spoken about this. I, I feel a bit I, of anxiety. I, yeah, re- <laughs> I think it was like the first thing you said after... The like, first thing I remember you saying afterwards is that how are we ever going to match this? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fucking hell, mate. Like, let's get in the car and go home and have a shower first, shall we? Like, before we start worrying about next year. Like, yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like we've got a fairly solid... like lineups in. We've got two amazing concepts for for the shoots. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've already well, like we know who half our attendees are gonna be. So that's you know like I I feel like those things, those components, just I'm not worried.
1: No, I know you're not worried. Um, and I'm yeah. I I I I think. It will be amazing. I think it's
0: because I just I know feel... in your nature, you're.
1: Yeah, I'm a worrier, but also I really loved it being residential. I feel sad about it not being residential, um, and like. I know what you mean because I feel like it
0: created something really special.
1: But I think we can. I think I know. I know we can recreate that in in this way, and I don't think it's going to be as important as I. I think it's. I just like to pick things and worry about them. <laughs> um, <laughs> um and, and but also this is like how we're approaching our search for a venue as well mm. is that you know now we know what we made and we want to like be able to facilitate that again mm. we know what we're looking for in in our venue um so yeah if anyone has any recommendations <laughs> we'll <email> us. um <laughs> um and i, I yeah i kind of feel like this conversation is coming to a close yeah um I actually feel really it's good. Quite nice, actually. I, feel like
0: yeah, I feel like that was like a, like a cathartic. Yeah. Um, a nice
1: exorcism. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Mm.
0: Um, and thank you if you're here all the way to the end. Yeah, it's Christ. impressive. Um, I don't know how long we've been chatting for. Oh, like almost a very long time. And we have two more no, episodes to record. Over an hour and a half. We have, <laughs> yeah, we, okay,
1: we have two more episodes to record. And I just did really, like a
0: bumper episode. Do yeah. we. I do. <laughs> Squirming over there. (laughs) Alright, sweet. Um, Thank you for staying with us to the end. Yeah. Um, And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to O Snap. Like, follow, and subscribe to keep yourself up to date with the episodes. And if you're feeling extra, share this episode with someone who might find it useful.